talking to the microphone. Hello, hello, hello. You're live now. Are we really? We're live. Welcome to another episode of Market Overdrive. I am your host, residential real estate broker with Cole Banker. My name is Carla Mina. And with me, as always, every Thursday, whether I like it or not, mostly not, is my co-host, co-founder. Founder, I saw those posts. That's right. They called you the founder of Market Overdrive. I guess I just That's don't right. do anything when it comes to Market Overdrive. You can get into this conversation once again. I am the founder of iLoan, and mortgages is my specialty, but I'm also the founder of the name. Market Overdrive, in case you forgot. How do we come up with we that story? We were in the room, and we I found the, the name. Room. I think Grokko should be here to be uh, the third person. I'll give you, to... you founded the concept, I founded the name. <sighs> I founded the awesomeness that is You can't even overdrive. find your clothes in the morning. Let's move on to our guests. <laughs> <laughs> with me this Thursday is my beautiful co-host and the wonderful Mimi Luna. How are you, Mimi? Hi, everybody. How are you? Get good. You look fantastic, as always. Thank you. Look at that. Lipstick. Mimi, Mimi She's Luna glossy. Of the Lux Group at Coa Banker. Yes. Coa Banker good family. You. Good to see good, you. Good to see you. And we have some other guests in the room that we need to get to because we have a full house today. Five microphones are live today. You know how much I love when we do five microphones? I know you live? love it's it. Like Thank one you. Of my you're favorite welcome. Ever. Yes. Denise, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but it's Edenhofer. There you go. Denise Edenhofer mm-hmm. of Fidelity National Home Warranty. Yep. And Denise and bought us we've lipsticks. Had you Chapstick. What? Chapstick. Lipstick. That's my chapstick. thing. You must have knew the way to my heart. Yeah, I've got some for you. Oh, okay. okay. Chapstick? No, no. I that. No. Everyone needs that in the winter. <laughs> now, Denise, this isn't your first time on Market Overdrive. You did a show a couple years back, mm-hmm. and it was specifically the topic of home warranties, mm-hmm. which is something that I think we don't discuss enough, to be honest with you, because it's more and more popular than we think it is. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. I mean, I th- I, I, I think is. that in order for us to get to Denise, though, we do need to introduce Absolutely. our next guest, because Absolutely. I think they come in... Perfectly together for this part of the transaction. That's all you. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm going to mess up your name, though. Because she messes up everybody's No, name. I do not. Humza? Hamza. 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 My sister Humzi. calls me. That's a nickname. There you go. Hamza. Uh, Hamza Khan. Hamza Khan. Oh, yes. Okay. Hamza Khan. <laughs> the name of your company is? Pillar to Post Inspections. Say that again for me. Pillar to Post Inspections. Pillar to Post ex- Inspections. All right, I get it. I get it. Good stuff. Love it. Well, so, today's topic is very important for those of you who are in the process of buying a property. It is one of the most, I think, scariest or one of the scariest part of a transaction when you're buying something. How to protect that investment, right? Because you're spending so much money. This is the biggest purchase of your life. You're going to get tied down to a 30-year commitment and God knows you know, a you lot of people make, have commitment issues these days. You just make... I'm getting married. I wasn't talking what? about you. Because uh, typically you, you, you're you always referring to me. Not today, unless you really want to... I like how you made it scary. The biggest purchase of your life. And you you literally scared anybody that wanted to buy a home away just now. But a lot of but people you are always... scared of marriage, so we're good. No. <laughs> Can we focus? But we're here. We're here to make it not so scary. That's the purpose of our two guests today. One protects us to make sure we don't get into a bad marriage with this 30-year fixed mortgage, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And the other one's kind of like, you know, a guaranteed divorce attorney. She's like, she's basically like, you know what, if you screwed up and you bought the wrong mail, then at least I'm here to fix it, right? <laughs> so you guys are like peanut butter and jelly, but better. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Where did you come up with all this craziness? <laughs> like kibbles and bits, but You know better. what happens when he sleeps? 
you know, Nick wasn't feeling very well. I wasn't good for two days, but now I feel, now like, he's back. I feel like I got rocket fuel in me, so I'm not because I'm not sick. <laughs> That's because you're with me and Carla. Yes, of go. course. It's always yeah. happy. Um, but yes, thank you so much for coming out. I know you guys are busy, and believe it or not, even though it's a little quiet out there because it's, it's cold, you guys are busy. I mean, we were just at a home inspection. Was it Tuesday or? Yeah. Tuesday. Um, but that's very important because I think every buyer, regardless of whether you're buying, you know, to move in as an investment, you always want to do a home inspection. Never, even if you're buying new construction, you always want to do a home inspection. Can you walk us through the expectations? Yeah. So basically, um, a home inspection is um, the entire exterior, the entire interior of the home, all the mechanicals, the um, appliances as well. I climb all the roofs I can physically climb, <laughs> you know, because I'm telling you that you find missing shingles or, you know, areas that need uh, attention. shingles. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I try to do that uh, for the clients. They expect um, a lot of clients, they don't want... Uh, uh, an inspector to, you know, just put a camera up there. Yeah, <laughs> or fly a plane. Right. So I do things the old school way. Um, basically, um, I ins- inspect everything in the home. I walk into the attics. I uh, educate my clients. I, a lot of home inspectors they don't do not want. They prefer not having the home uh, buyers walk with them. But I actually encourage it just because I can. Uh, share with them yeah a lot of people want to do their job and then explain all the details they found Mm -hmm. or the uh, potential issues but um I encourage that clients work or walk with me throughout the entire ins- inspection. Now slow us down for a minute because we just had a couple. I think it was a couple shows ago where one of our guests emphasized that the inspections are extremely important, but don't overanalyze it and destroy your deal over it as well. And I think that there's you as your job, you have to find everything that needs attention. Right, but some of it is very important and, and probably should break a deal in some cases if you find a massive crack in the foundation. You know, you might put a red flag up in the air. This is not the one to, to, to buy. But Correct. but I'm, I'm talking about how we had somebody on there saying that some potential buyers literally throw away the baby with the bathwater because they overanalyze the inspection. There's a lot of inspectors that are alarmists. Mm-hmm. And f- especially for a first-time home buyer. You want to assure them that there's a reason why the home is standing for 50 years. Yeah, they forget that. They forget that. Right. Okay. And um, even today, I, or today I got a call um, about uh, uh, foundation cracks. Mm-hmm. And I explained to the uh, buyers, I told them that it's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, the entire home is structurally sound. You just, a couple cracks. So I just, I never go. Settling and. Yeah, that's normal, you know? And I always, always um, educate the buyers and I tell them that it's not a big deal. Like a loose doorknob. I'll catch something like that or door stoppers. But in my report, it would be minor. It's more like, hey, let's get to the main issues we found, the major issues. Right. That would be on the first uh, the first three pages. So I just make it an emphasis not to scare away buyers or kill deals. You know, obviously, as a home inspector, you're not supposed to, uh, you know, take, take sides side. or no, anything. Yeah. But I have, the, I would have to say that would be my talent 
Well, our goal always, right, is to protect the consumer, protect the buyer, and make sure that they're comfortable with what they're buying. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're buying homes. Some some are built in 1948. You know, so like they're not brand new construction. So I think it goes with the purchase price. Depending on what you're buying, know that there's going to be some repairs that are going to be necessary. But I think that you have to understand the inspection is one of the most important steps because sometimes you only negotiate five to ten days within that accepted contract and then time is of the essence. You've got to get the inspector there. The inspector has to do their due diligence and then you have to get the report and then your attorney negotiates those repairs. Your attorney in, you know, with the assistance of your realtor. Um, I never just leave it up to the attorneys. I'm always very involved to make sure that the buy the selling agent understands what's going on with that property. In some cases, we're going to negotiate repairs for some of the items that are broken. In some cases, the seller is going to it's going to make the repairs. But you always want to get a to do list. You always want to know what you're getting into. In the case of a foundation, yeah, a lot of people are afraid of that because they don't want any water seepage into their basement, and that could be costly. Somebody doesn't have a huge budget. I mean, if you're a first time buyer and you're buying with an FHA product and you're putting three and a half percent down, you don't have the liquid assets to go in. And and fix an $8,000 crack, right? I mean, because the cost could be could be high. So it's not that we're like scaring people away. We just want to advise them. And educate them as to what's going on. Because an, an inspection is optional. But I always tell my it's clients they should get it. It's not it's mandatory, wise. right. But I always tell my clients to get it just to have peace of mind. Right. You have to do an inspection because you have to know what you're buying. And in the case of what you're saying, you know, you want your clients to walk you through the process. I mean, I ju- I'm moving into a new place too, and this is my first time of having to, you know, make decisions on my own. And now I need to know, like, okay, how do you change a filter? How do you, uh, how do you work? The most this basic humidifier. <laughs> I'm serious. No, yeah. I've yeah. never done this I still before. Don't know that. I know. <laughs> and I'm in my fifth house. But now I have to kind of figure this yeah, out on my own. Hire right? people yeah. to do that. Carla. To change a filter. Oh. When do you change a filter? The husband's every job. three months. That's what's recommended. You could do it every month. If you want. Oh, see, and I, always, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I recommend buying the cheapest filter as well, too. Really? I've been month. told the 30, want, 30, how much is it? $34 and all. it lasts for six months? No, but this you're changing more often if you yeah, buy a cheaper filter. If, yeah. Exactly. Every month you're able to do that. Okay, but then tell us why people should change their filter, though, because, no, it's very important because doesn't it have to do with the air quality in the space? And also, like, if you use a thick filter, it kind of damages your furnace. I just It decreases the airflow okay. to the air vents, the ducts, um, uh, getting a, um, a filter that's a little bit more uh, thicker. But other than that, uh, changing a filter is the probably the most easiest thing. Well, you could probably me. do. No, no, no. It's okay. It's, it was a good question. <laughs> Actually, he's going to come and replace for you. Oh, nice. He knows how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I always, uh, I always point it out too, and the furnace filter size in my report. For so. every client referral, you get to come over and change our filter. That's awesome. I, I am that. I agree. I'm negotiating that, that. filter man. <laughs> um, but. Um, I liked, let's go back to, you know, where you're saying a lot of buyers get really afraid of this process um, because it is very, it is very frightening because you're looking at, say, some of the major items are like a furnace. Uh, and then you have the AC compressor and then you have the windows and then you have the roof. 
you have plumbing and electrical. Those are major components. We're not talking about a a loose toilet, or we're not talking about you know. A you want to window. know about the major. I want to know about the major, not major issues, but the most costly items because that means that I'm going to have to budget for that. I have a monthly carrying cost for my mortgage, but now and then you know money for down payment. But then now I need to allocate say eight thousand dollars for a new tariff roof, or you know walk us through like the life expectancy of such items. So. The furnace is the manufacturer life expectancy of that is fifteen to twenty years, but once again we got to remember uh, that that's what the manufacturer wants you to believe. At oh. my house, I have a furnace from nineteen seventy eight, and it's still working. So it's just all about normally fifteen to twenty years. Uh, you'll get the gas furnace. Uh, expectancy then a water heater is 10 to 15 stretching it 10 to 12 is good um and then the ac is 10 to 12 and i always recommend make sure you cover your unit in the winter time the ac compressor outside it is the easiest thing to do it uh keeps debris out of the interior of the ac compressor and uh it prolongs the longevity of it Love it. And, and then I, we can always just get a coverage from our home warranty person here. I was just going to say, <laughs> I think that most common thing that scares the buyer is that they say it's at life expectancy, and they have to say that. But the reality doesn't mean that it's not working. It just means it, they need to let them know that, and that's a perfect time to get a home warranty. Now, if you were to say it's not working proper order, an HVAC person needs to come out, well, then it probably wouldn't be. But life expectancy, they can go on and on and on and work perfectly. Right. And you don't want people yeah. to mis- misinterpret what we're doing here today. Mm-hmm. One person is inspecting. Mm-hmm. The other person is warranting. Mm-hmm. Right? Close closing. And, and the reality is, is that there's been a lot of times when an inspector has gone out and looked at a water heater, looked at the fridge, looked at all sorts of items that are working just fine. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually sold a house not, probably not cool as it is. I did a rehab. <laughs> I did a Go rehab. For it. Well, it was mostly brand new, brand new yeah. kitchen, so there wasn't a problem there. But the inspector went out and the furnace was, I'm sorry, the uh, air conditioning unit was perfectly fine. We didn't need to touch it. He inspected it, so it was fine. Now, we had a good rapport with the buyer. He called us three weeks later saying it's broken. And well, well, what do you want us to do? You bought the house as is. It worked fine when your inspector inspected it. And he's just trying to find, he was trying to sue the inspector, trying to sue this, his buyer's attorney. Like, all these people about his broken air conditioning, things happen. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, coincidentally, the day after you buy it, things happen, which is why you should still get a warranty on these things. And that's why we always say it's important for you to do a <clears throat> home inspection because, again, you only have five to ten day window <clears throat> for you to uh, assess the product and let everybody know what you need to negotiate so you can negotiate a credit for repairs. Uh, but you said that this particular buyer you're bought it as is, meaning in the condition that you saw it. It worked just fine. It wasn't even an issue. In the, you know, we had other inspection items that came up, and the air conditioning unit was not one of them. Well, you have to understand part of negotiations too, right? If you're working in a multiple bidding situation and you want this property, sometimes you're gonna you're gonna leverage the fact that you're gonna take it. You're not gonna nickel and dime the seller for any credits for repairs. You're just gonna take it as is, and that's what you negotiated. Right. You can't call the seller after you've closed, and you can't call the attorney on, uh, because otherwise it's gonna become a litigation issue. I mean, you're you gonna have to hire. Them. You can, but it doesn't. It's it's there's 
you're, you're better off just fixing the unit than suing everybody because right? of the cost associated with hiring associated. an attorney. For sure. But that's why it's important someone like Denise who uh, provides home warranties, you can negotiate to have a home warranty. So you just said that, you know, um, a furnace or the life expectancy of an AC compressor, right? 15 to 20 years, what have you. So typically when you get the reports, you'll say something like towards the end of the life expectancy. It is at that point that you say, okay, well, it's towards the end. So that could be anywhere between eight or maybe you get lucky like yourself and this thing works. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to get credits for something that's not broken. If it's working, it's working. So and you're not going to get credit. a real estate contract, it says things that are at their life expectancy doesn't mean they have to be changed. Correct. They just have, you know, but but as a, but as a buyer, I'm concerned that, holy cow, what happens if it breaks tomorrow and now I'm looking at an $8,000, right, expense? That's where you come in as a home warranty. You know, your warranties are anywhere between three to 500 bucks mm -hmm. and it covers all major mm -hmm. mechanicals, correct? Correct. We also have roof, roof leak coverage as well. But, you know, one of the misconceptions also is that I don't need a warranty because everything's only a couple years old, and that is so wrong. Actually, some of the newer stuff, because they just don't build things like they used to, that we're actually repairing or replacing more than the older items. So hmm. it, it really doesn't have to do with the age. It's just protection. Would you not have insurance? You know, uh, health insurance? I mean, certainly you'd be fine, but... But, I mean, would you not have insurance because, oh, no, you know what, I'm not going to get sick. It, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when is it going to happen. Yeah, and it's yeah, it it it's more like workers compensate like something that's sure. going to protect you in case it's not working. I've had situations where we do a home inspection and everything's fine, and then the day you know, like if it clo if you close at ten a.m. and the place you know, like it starts stops right. working, you know, like your refrigerator stops working at ten o five, that's your problem at, at this point. So it's cool that they can call right. you, and then how do you work that process? Like if my refrigerator doesn't work, well, they would call the toll free number and we would dispatch a um, a contractor, and the contractor would go out there and they would determine uh, whether it will be replaced or repaired depending on what's wrong with it. So, um, and that's normally within like 24 hours, 48 hours, depending on, you know, when the homeowners would be available for us to go out. So... Very important. Mm -hmm. um, we have somebody ha has a question for you. Um, five things you should consider when hiring an inspector. Humza, Yeah. <laughs> Hamza? I'm going to call him Hamzi because I actually Humzi? call one of my good friends Hamzi. So Hamzi. Yeah. Hey, that one works. of my best friends. I'm like, hey, Hamzi. Hamzi, the perfect. There you go. So the top five, can you say, repeat the question again? What would you consider? What are some things to consider when hiring and looking for a home inspector? Because typically buyers would say, I, w I would say, do you have a home inspector? And they'd say, oh, no, make a recommendation. So obviously it starts from me. But if I'm a consumer and I want to do my due diligence and I want to select my own inspector, so it's a biased third-party opinion, an assessment of the condition of the prod property, what would you recommend that they look for? Real quick, I have a story. So I okay. used a home inspector before and goes to find out he's also like some radon mold mitigator too and he goes up in the attic and he's like oh my god i got a headache there's so much mold here like you know there's just some people who are like that and i've worked with hamza plenty of times and he's very calm and collective and you know and he he does have the clients walk around with him and he tells them you know this is what you should look out for for the future this is what you should pay attention to so well i think I it's think inspectors are not allowed to say uh if they're not if they're not mold inspectors like if you yeah. you know you have well, to test mold for mold oh right. he was he okay was it's like kind of so weird that they yeah. do that I know. Uh -oh. <laughs> it's that time we have to ask a question. Is that time of the year? It is also known as the nitro question. 
Why are you Who's gonna, me the, the, the nitro <laughs> question this this week will be brought to you by who? Who's the sponsor of the nitro question? Mimi. All right. We'll Deluxe. Let, all right, Deluxe Group. Um, questions for you. Inspection. Uh, you don't have to answer it right now. I'm going to give you, just ask you a question. You think about it, and we'll come back to you about 10, 15 minutes from now. What is the most effed up situation you've ever seen where you literally just want to drop everything that you're doing, just walk up to the, the buyer and be like, don't you dare buy this house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it very simple. Right? And um, we can't leave Denise out of the Nitro question. We have to give you something. <laughs> so we don't normally do two Nitro questions. We do one. Um, what? Where does she get you her ever, shoes? Do you ever come to the houses and see them before the... No. no, no, you just no. Kinda, we don't. We we highly encourage an inspection, but we don't require it. So okay. no, I don't go. Tell us what you think is one of the most ludicrous claims that someone's ever tried to put in on a warranty, home warranty. I could probably answer that real quick. <laughs> we don't want to hear now. Give you a few minutes. Maybe you can think something <laughs> even better. We'll See, come back she's to you guys both. Get a, a hard time. Okay. <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. So if the inspector finds something wrong mm-hmm. with something you're going to insure, mm-hmm. does that work against it? Like. Per the inspection, it already said it was bad, so we're not going right. to cover it. Like, how does that work? Right. Pre-existing yeah. conditions? Right. <laughs> yeah, pre-existing. Yeah. It has to be a working proper order, and um, which always scares me because sometimes when they find it, that's when an uneducated realtor might say, hey, let's get a warranty, but it's not working proper order. So if they were to call a claim and if our contractor goes out and it's obvious that be, you know, a, a week ago or even a day ago, it wasn't working. We do reserve the right to ask for the inspection. So, depending on what it is, I mean, really, can I, tell I you didn't that know a lot that of people put claims in of things that are broken and it's covered. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, it happens all the time. But you know, if, if there's a water heater and there's you know water marks and there's mold, we know that it didn't happen in a day, right? So we will ask for the inspection. And if there's no inspection, then the denial stays. If if we see the inspection, and that's crazy that people would do anything. So you would do. That's a great question, I mean, because I wouldn't think to do that. I mean, you know, water heater. And again, you have to also work with the realtor that kind of understands cost associated. I can say that I know pricing for everything, but given the fact that I work with investors who flip properties or rehab, I mean, I kind of have an idea. You know, like a boiler, five hundred, but then labor is most costly. Um, it's a you know it will cost the most, but um, you just have to be very careful with what you're quoting because it's going to add up eventually. Let's go back to the questions about the five things that people should really consider when hiring an inspector. Um, actually, the number one uh, has to be make sure <laughs> that they are certified. Ooh. Uh, okay. And you mean uh, I can't do an inspection? No. <laughs> and you're. Why would somebody not be certified, dad, though? There's so much we should be able to. And right? No, I wouldn't do an inspection. And who, who put up a couple drywalls, called it a day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do not recommend going with anyone that's not licensed in the state of Illinois, number one. What are the requirements to get licensed? Um, they could find out on their own. I don't want to get more home inspectors out there, more competition. <laughs> So, Google you it. know, Google it. <laughs> okay. You have to have a name, Homsey. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I consider myself the best home inspector ever. There you go. That's awesome. In the history. I, I truly do. And I always learn. I mean, you're always learning, you know. But um, the number two part or the number two uh, most important thing that a buyer should consider is if 
they're detail oriented you know i hear stories that inspectors finish one inspector's fi- finish a home that should take two hours and 45 minutes now think about that did they really open up every window did they test and inspect for gas leaks do you, you know what i mean like there's and i feel like buyers get cheated because sometimes you know they feel like the uh, realtor who's connected with the home inspector they're planning regardless you know against like to get the a deal you're just closed. planning on the side of the sale yeah versus the side of the buyer. yeah exactly but um Definitely, uh, the inspector should be detail oriented, and everything in a home it needs to be checked. That's my philosophy. So you're opening up every window, every window. I am checking every receptacle. I climb into attics, and that is my favorite part of the inspection. And he does it in I have, two hours time. I have lived in my house for over twenty years, and I haven't even opened up a, over a third of the windows. And I've never seen the inside of my attic. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I, and I don't think I've changed the filter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you, Nick, I, I don't think that over. would be your job anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying. So that's Somebody's the in there to changing the filter. I do, I do. <laughs> so uh, let's keep it. Let's keep it moving forward. Number sure. three. Number three. Um, make sure that they promise what they uh, deliver, like, or make sure they deliver what they promise you. You know, uh, in that regards, I mean, send the inspection report within a a reasonable time frame. Uh, Make sure I always have um, clients call me after the inspection. I always recommend it because when you're going through 50 pages of reports, you're not going to understand everything. Like it's impossible, right? But if you're walking them through the process, when and see, here's here's another thing. I think it depends on the buyer or the person, right? Because I'm actually the type of person that says, leave him alone, let him do his job and do his due diligence versus trying to educate you through everything. And then towards the end, we're going to walk through the property with you so you can summarize that report or give us a presentation of what you found. Because I don't want to be like, hey, asking you questions, and I hate that when realtors are on top of my inspectors asking them questions like, how long have you been in the business? What do you do? Blah blah blah. Because I'm like, okay, can you let them focus on what they're here to do, which that is to matters, do the home though. inspection? It's just so annoying, and I Absolutely. can see right but, through it. Um, asking a home inspector how long they've been doing it. Well, I mean, is a yeah, I'd rather that question. they leave you alone, you do your job, do your due diligence, and just walk me through what you found, rather than like go ahead and like let me teach you how to do this right now. Because you know you're taking off the panel, right? And yeah, you're looking absolutely. through the the electrical panel, and you're doing your due diligence. I, I mean, why do I need to like? Be there. Be there, right? Uh, although I do have some buyers who are, you know, very interested because they know how this stuff works and operates. I'm, like, not interested because I don't know. And I, as a realtor, I never say I'm an inspector. Right. You know, when I'm looking at the property, they're looking and they're falling in love with the space. They're like, oh, it's got a separate dining room or it does not. Oh, it's got beautiful views. I'm looking for shadows in the ceilings to see if it, there are any shadows because those are that sign of water. At some point, maybe it's dark at this point, but it was ne- was it fixed or is it still wet? Like, what, what, what do you find? If we're in the basement and sometimes even in new construction or rehab products, they'll go ahead and paint everything. 
but then they'll miss the closet, right? Uh, you know, behind the stairs closet or the furnace closet. And I'm looking for that, that stain at the bottom, like a one foot below, like the, the, by, by the ground. You're like, okay, so you guys painted this whole entire basement. You put new carpet, but you forgot that there is water damage because, you know, when was the water? How was it fixed? Was it remediated? Did it have like drain tiles or, is, you know, is there a sump pump? Was it a failure? So you start asking more questions. You know, um, an inspector develops into a detective. Right? And you become, you're, you, you're, you, you need you to like. Because, you know, um, sellers, nothing against them, but you can't mess with their money. Like, whatever they're trying to sell the house for, they want to sell the house for that price. An inspection, sometimes you can negotiate it down, but they feel. I've run into many, many different inspections where there's certain things that uh, were concealed intentionally. Right. You know, and a lot of inspectors put uh, have limitations. They can't. Um, they can't see behind a wall because a bunch of storage items are there. But um, yeah, I I normally find the things that they try to hide. Like, and it's crazy you, when you, they you try s- to hide things because, like, for an, uh, for a crack on the foundation, typically it is that if you find one on one side, you're always going to find one on the other side. So you have to do your due diligence, right? Is that true? Yeah, as well as the uh, in crawl spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in there climbing with 16 inches. He's so excited inches. about being in the 16 <laughs> I put on He's this like, amazing <laughs> suit. Yes. Yeah, like I there's a crawl see space. My crawler suit. <laughs> yeah. I got a <laughs> headlight. <laughs> you know, I am so Can into you it. Focus? You got the little oh, lamp God. on the head. Yeah. <laughs> I got the face mask where you can only see. Can we focus? Mm-hmm. So when you're doing, when you're looking and <laughs> analyzing <laughs> a crack, <laughs> the know. crack is. If it's like, you know, like a zigzag, it's okay. But if it's a straight crack, that's... Any crack. uh, Horizontal cracks are probably the worst ones. Are the worst ones. But uh, the vertical... I prefer vertical. (laughs) The vertical cracks, they're bad regardless. Not really. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to go there. Oh, my God. This show has never, ever been serious. I couldn't even hold myself up. It's an inspection. This is very... I'm buying a dollars $500,000 I want to educate the buyers with one thing, though. Um, In the attic space, mold is like a really big deal. But it's the most common issue. It's a very normal it's thing. I actually most... got educated on mold about two years you ago. You are mold. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and so yeah. like everyone hears it and they act like it's uh, I don't know something biological, biochemical war thing. Yeah. It is though, and it's 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 so everywhere. Have you yeah. ever died Everybody from is mold? always ingesting mold all day long. There's mold in your bathroom. There's like mold if outside there's not when a lot you walk of, outside. Um... You're you're in you're inhaling mold right when you walk outside. Every time I'm around you, I'm inhaling mold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's over. It's kind of over exaggerated by people. Yeah. They hear mold and Absolutely. they're like, "I gotta walk." But, it, but that real hairy mold like scares you. <laughs> like, have you been in a house like that? It's really like the live mold. Is that what that's called? Yeah. yeah. But normally, what I see is dead mold. <laughs> right. That's yeah. the most common. Yeah, and Never condensation um, staining. That's the in the restrooms, right in the bathroom, where there's not proper the ventil- ventilation. ventilation. Okay. Yeah. Where would you grade this on the importance level? Like, you know, they would need to know about it because uh, mold. No, I mean, as far as like, maybe you should consider leaving this property. 
No. No. Not at all. No, but when you, like, going back to the water seepage, and if there's a crack, right, they're trying to hide it, they'll paint it, whatever. I tend to, like, start itching. If I'm in a home that has been, like, vacant for a long time and there's, like, mold, like, I seriously start, I'm like, okay, I'm not, not that I'm not going to go to the basement, but I can start to say, all right, there's going to be issues with this property. Well, I think I don't like to buy properties that have water seepage. But I, think I just don't. as realtors, when we walk in a property, we can smell that. Like, we've already been trained. Like, we can smell what the well, water is. Well, I went like, into earth. a flip, and it was perfect you couldn't see anything but i could feel like i could start it i'm like okay there's something here like i'm allergic to it <laughs> i like <laughs> i don't think that's a thing Carla. it is I a thing no actually yes no. if you're sensitive you i have very sensitive skin i'm sorry i should be an inspector i'm getting a license you, you, you need you a better not. crawl suit you got yeah. the best one here you're not dressed right <laughs> i'm not dressed properly so, for inspection so there was a number well you gave a number one I think he gave us four two, though. yeah, yeah four, two yeah. no he gave three. us more than th- he gave us three yeah. right but four, it's yeah three but you uh, can we go back and talk about you were saying that you know a lot of sellers want to hide things when they're doing when they're trying to sell a property right. do you recommend that sellers get a home inspection before they list their home so that they are so they're aware of what you know some of the issues that may handicap them from selling their home later I've been trying that uh, this avenue for uh, pre-listing inspections mm-hmm. but um uh, in my career, only one per- one person was, uh, and you know that's where your realtor should come in as well. I mean, I come in, and not only do I give staging recommendations, but I always say, okay, uh, we need to fix that. We need to fix this because remember, some things that may be as easy as just painting. Right, a buyer is going to come in and say, "Oh, wow, no, that was never fixed. Give me five thousand dollars off the list price," because they don't understand the cost associated with fixing or repairing these things. So they're going to ask for the most. Right, ask for five, maybe you'll settle at two. So as a seller, you should be, you know, knowledgeable about what's going on. Because, like you said, you've never been in your attic before. Heck no. So God knows if like Lydia <laughs> has been, dead bodies up I, there. I don't even know where the furnace is. <laughs> Are you serious? I think I know where it is. Yeah. A lot Do of you get it service once a year? You have to get your right service. God. You could answer How that. old are you in life? It oh, I forgot. Functions great. Mommy and daddy take care of those things for you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so scary though. Like, okay, so seriously, I have to worry about these things. What else do you tell somebody that's I don't never... I have to worry about them. <laughs> What are if you it talking stops about? working, then no. no. you have to be proactive. Right. You can't just so. live. You have to take care of your property, right? Oh, well, no. Hold on. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> because you got a home warranty on all this stuff. <laughs> right. Just wait till it breaks. So don't me, do maintenance. Me, you know, let's let's get into that real quick. Because we started covering everything from, you know, um, light sockets missing to cracks, vertical and horizontal. You know that. We definitely, yeah. we definitely went over cracks. Entire, yeah. We got deep in the cracks, um, but you know, we, you know, does your does the warranty cover everything, like from left to right, or, you know, no. from a window to a microwave? No, it's actually the mechanicals. Yeah. So above the foundation, within the the uh, four walls, um, we do have roof coverage that's optional, but we wouldn't do sprinkler systems. We wouldn't do things outside. Um, outside the home, so it's the major mechanicals. The so you have to clean your own gutters. What if I brought, <laughs> yeah. bought a relatively brand new house, mm-hmm. so it's two years old? Mm-hmm. Then there's a crack in the foundation. Found it, yeah, foundations aren't covered by um, it's above above ground. Okay. So yeah, it wouldn't have anything to do with that. So I'm sorry, did you say electrical and stuff like electrical, that? Electrical, plumbing, sump pump, um, you know, uh, your furnace, your washer dryer, refrigerator, all plumbing. Yeah. 
And it's full replacement or just repair? It, it depends on, you know, what's going to be more economical. I mean, like if we went out to do a furnace and there there was a part that was needed that's about $500 and it's of life expectancy, we're probably going to replace it because, you know, it's an older unit. Now, if it's a newer unit and that $500 will make it work you know, properly, we probably would actually change out the parts. So it really depends on the ratio of how old it is, what the cost is of the replacement. What they'll do is, you know, a lot of the inspectors will know exactly, you know, or inspectors, our, our contractors will know, you know, hey, it's a $100 part, go ahead and replace it. But if it's a bigger item, they call in and there's people in front of the computer and they figure it out, they see what our price is. And they might, we might just replace it. And when you replace it, do you go from like the same kind of quality, the same mm-hmm. expense? It's got to be like can for I get like. An we'll give them a choice. <laughs> More expensive. Yeah, we'll dishwasher. give them a choice. We we'll never downgrade. We'll say, do you want to cash out, or do you want us to replace it? Ooh. Okay. Now there's some people that have the kitchens, cash and maybe they have the avocado refrigerator. And although in my lifetime that's come back three times, I think um, avocado refrigerator, avocado refrigerator, uh, you know, the or the orange or the you know the gold. But um, like but the they gold. want to start replacing for stainless, so they'll want to cash out. Yeah. So we'll give them a gift card that'll have um, the value, and then they can go to Lowe's or wherever and. And pick up something. That makes sense. This is essentially a case where you're protecting yourself with more protection. Mm -hmm. You get the inspection to see what's wrong with the property or something you should really be nervous about and make sure you're not buying a lemon, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then you get a warranty just to make sure that in case the inspector missed something or something broke after he went out there or he or she went out there. And then you're covered anyways. Exactly. That's why the topic is how to protect your investment, Nick. So a huge misconception (laughs) is people think if it's a new property or Mm -hmm. a newly built property they shouldn't get an inspection right but sometimes you find a lot of things wrong mm-hmm. with this newly built You're only given places like, i think typically on a one on a brand new built construction you get a one-year warranty from the, the builder. builder then you need to really right. be concerned about what happens on the 366 day right mm-hmm. okay so then do you can you buy a warranty after yes. you've closed we have a new yeah well um, to answer your thing for um we do have a new construction that you would purchase a closing and it wouldn't start till uh, day three sixty six. It would cover for three years. Oh, okay, and it's okay. discounted. Ah, ah, look at that. That's Just what you're getting. You <laughs> it's called the so. Nick three sixty six plan. There you go. <laughs> We just created how did this right come here. about? How is everything? I, I just came up with it. I how said 366 Nick day, and then she brings there it up right go. after I said it. Oh, I own you. that. I trademarked it. It's Nick 366 from here on out. I like right. it. There you go. Only at <laughs> Fidelity National Home Warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for the Nick 366. <laughs> I forgot what your question was. <laughs> I don't have a question. <laughs> okay. I guess at this but point was, it doesn't matter. The yeah. Nick world, the Nick universe. But again, the misconception is because it's new, it's not going to break down. That is so. What about if I'm buying a house that's 75 years old? Mm-hmm. You guys are just coming in and saying, no problem, we'll buy it, we'll pay for one year one As long as it was in working proper order. They're going to give you started. a $50 voucher for that triggers? refrigerator. Well, <laughs> no, you guys send somebody <laughs> out to, let me just understand mm-hmm. this. I bought a house 75 mm-hmm. years old, mm-hmm. um, pretty decent inspection report. I mean, mm-hmm. some stuff mm-hmm. that you should understand would be there with a 75-year-old home. Um, but then, do you guys come out to inspect the no. house? No, that. I just buy a warranty and then... Yeah, you can do it over right. the phone. Yeah, go it's buy. pretty obvious if it wasn't working, but... You yeah, you know. can tell when something hasn't worked in a year. Yeah, I mean, they could definitely tell right. um, if if it has, but um, no, it just... I just don't... You know, for the cost of a warranty, one thing breaks down, pays for it. I just don't get why peop- more people wouldn't do it. I mean, although we saw a lot of them, there's still that person that says, no, you know what, everything's working proper order. P- case in point is... 
you know, somebody could be single and they're selling their home, a family moves in and, you know, you're, you have different habits. You have, you know, you're putting the faucet on more, so uh, you're, you know, using the washer more. Just that habit change, something can happen. And it's it doesn't come up in the inspection. It's a legit claim so because I, of a difference of, of the way you're using, using the product. You know, the yeah. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. So when you buy that warranty, mm-hmm. is there a cost for them to come out and check check the property like yep. it's not you just paid that 500 up front and then you have to pay for them to come out there's i'm sure yes. there's like a deductible there is a, there's a deductible of 65 dollars, and that's for them to drive out there and and do a professional diagnosis mm-hmm. so yes 65 dollars they would pay each time now if you had two items that were the same contractor say a washer and a dishwasher that's the same contractor coming out that same day you only pay the 65 but if your furnace breaks down and your washer does that's so when i call you i gotta make sure that i get all the appliances checked for the same deductible love (laughs) it and you're learning how to protect your biggest investment here on market overdrive we're here every thursday at two o'clock so make sure you tune in follow us on youtube we're on instagram facebook and of course our private uh inboxes if you have any questions or would like to be a part of the show or have questions for us or would like to work with either nick or myself you can email us at info at marketoverdrive.com question for you Humzy. Um, there's other inspections, not just the property. Humzy, we got Humzy. a question. They got to hurry up and answer their questions, too. Don't forget that. Yes. Okay, can I? So, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. They, not just like the property inspection, but what about radon inspections? I recommend that as well. Everywhere? I yeah. Uh, minus Chicago. Yeah, I was going to say, because I thought that if you're closer to a large body of water... So can you explain what radon is? So yeah. uh, basically yeah. what radon is... It's um, a gas that is de- uh, derived from uranium, and it's natural causing. You can't smell it. Um, you can't taste it. It's just there. So it's an orderless gas that's in the soil, right? In the soil. Radon. Yeah. <laughs> and orderless. the EPA um, sets guidelines to um, everyone 4.0 or 3.9 to be technical. Uh or lower, it is okay. Uh, the radon levels are fine. But if it's over 3.9, it needs to be mitigated. And in newer construction homes, you find a passive um, mitigation system, basically a PVC pipe that runs to the foundation of the basement inside and then all the way through up uh, through the attic. And it's um, going to be to the highest level, but there's no window, so the gas doesn't go back into the home. So it could be as pretty as a white PVC pipe, or it could be a very expensive gadget, right, to uh, mitigate um, it. Yeah, like, a, uh, like that an matches through, right? That it's matches basically right. But, so the mitigation, you can mitigate these, right, radon. So it, it, it's up to you, right? If you're going to be using that basement, if you're buying a single family house and you're going to be living and your kids are going to be hanging out in the family room, I say go ahead and do it. But also just be. You would understand the logistics with it, right? You could always mitigate it. I mean, they're like five hundred to three thousand dollars, depending on the system that you want to buy. Fifteen hundred, actually, and it's like, and it's really, um, I'd say it's probably the best thing you could do is to have a radon test. I have a question. Um, so why not in Chicago? So why do you not recommend that it be um, that we because do radon inspections in built Chicago? On sand. Um, sand, I'm sorry? Uh, clay and sand. So uh-huh. the foundation, it's not soil. Look, as close as you can get to the lake, obviously it's sand. Mm-hmm. And so you're not going to have levels 
high, like with clay. Mm-hmm. It's you're not going to have high radon levels, but soil and gravel um, gases are able to rise through those spaces. Cool, cool. And if you have foundation, so would you? Cracks. Would you? Rec- I mean, I don't know. I think I had uh, I had high levels of radon in in Hyde Park before, though. So I don't know. I would just say do you know like how much is a radon inspection? On average, yeah. two hundred dollars. Like two hundred bucks, right? They come in, they enclose the space, you leave the gadget in there for one, twenty four, forty eight hours. Forty eight hours. Forty eight. You can't open any windows, so it's just like taking or in doors. or doors, mm-hmm. right? So they have to do the inspection. Two hundred dollars over a lifetime that you're gonna be in this house and you know and you're not concerned that there may be high levels. I mean high I would levels just say do cause, it. It's the second leading I mean that's two hundred dollars is like lunch for Nick every day, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Questions. We have to answer these questions. <laughs> All right. What? Go ahead. Ask. Well, we asked the Nitro questions. Now it's time to come back and get our answers. So, your question, Hamzi, was... Humzi. Humzi. <laughs> what is the most... I think I specifically said, what's the most effed up thing you've ever seen that you want to absolutely tell a client, like, you want to stop the inspection, just go, just get out of here? You don't have to give us the address or the name of the client. No, just no, you no, can no. Just give us a scenario that you've seen. Yeah. So, this property was in Elgin. Okay. And um, I rolled up there. He and, rolled up. You know, <laughs> he rolled up. He rolled up. I have a, you know, a pretty big toolbox, so it's rolling with it's me. It's huge. Yeah, it's you like saw that. It's like a case. Right? It's like my crack. kid's hockey equipment. Digging it's in like, the cracks. I, wait, and he brings know. in, he brought a chair for well, the realtor to sit down. down. I was yeah, like, oh my God, do you have I red carpet? Five wait, can chairs. you tell he's used to working with the diva? Yeah. All right, so go ahead. So, um... So I simp- I treat every client as if I was buying the home. Oh. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like seeing this new couple with the newborn baby and seeing the home that they were going to be building or uh, purchasing, right. I literally just stared at the stone foundation. It was 1900 built home. And the home was in the most... Uh, significant like stages of collapse like it was really bad and for you not to notice that anyone who the heck was the realtor you don't have to be an inspector we're not going (laughs) to mention names not to mention names no but i truly just pulled them both aside and i said do you see what i am seeing is there water in the foundation (laughs) is there you know um this or that occurring and she said yeah and i have i didn't even step foot inside yet you didn't even break out the white suit that goes in my face yeah i didn't touch the cracks yet right you just wanted to kill this deal because you knew this was a disaster for the clients you know and and uh, buying a home is the a really big deal scary especially the newborn and all that stuff ethics law come on i I have our business though we don't like to say kill the deal no kill the deal i would look at my inspector i work with ed okri and i said ed do would you buy this home like okay here's the scenario my client is x y and z and maybe she doesn't have the funds to fix this later would you recommend that she buy this and in two occasions he told my clients no because sometimes clients don't listen to the realtor they're so enamored by the location the schools blah 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 i want it carl i want it and i'm looking at like yeah they're like the neighbor everybody wants to move in next door to me god are we still on like nick's buzz because it's still your birthday it's over nick (laughs) 366 (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have a client. She's buying a $65,000 property, single family, and it's seriously in good condition. Like inside, it, but it, I mean, obviously it needs work, but it, everything else works, you know, like the mechanicals. So it just depends. You do need to do a home inspection and you can't just make people or tell people to buy something just so they can buy. That's crazy. So my favorite thing is when people are like, well, my brother-in-law, he, he does construction. Like he can do it. And you're like, you need a licensed one if we're going to hold it up with the attorneys and go through it all. That's it crazy. From it just a crazy. professional license. And inspector. Denise had a nitro question. What is the most, we'll stick with the word, effed up claim you've ever seen in the warranty world? Well, in general, what I get a lot is when they don't get an inspection and they say, but the seller said that everything was in working proper order. <laughs> and you have to say, okay, well, let me ask you a question. Do you think the seller wanted to sell their house? And have them think about, well, would the... Seller really tell you if something wasn't working order. So I think it's just more general that they believe the seller that things were working and they won't get the inspection. And so then, of course, it's our fault, you know, that we're not covering it because it wasn't in working proper order. So it's that's kind of just a general effed up thing that we get a lot because then it's more our problem. Right. And it's like, no, 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 you really should have invested in the inspection and not believe the seller. Of course, who's gonna? Be, you're obviously. It, it had, I was kind of looking for like somebody me. wanted their in-ground pool swimming. Oh well, slide repaired because <laughs> oh, somebody well, broke it. Well, I have like had. That, you know? I actually had uh, the coffee an machine in the, the bathroom. Ice maker was missing, what? and the one uh, realtor told. Um, oh, that's okay. We'll Real get a home warranty, and then. The other agent was actually a very good client of mine and very well educated about uh, warranties. He's like, no, they don't replace things that are missing. And so there was this big fight about that. I'm like, no, we don't replace things. So, I mean, you know, it's things like that, things that are missing and just totally misconceptions of how the warranty works. Great information. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I mean, you know, everybody's always concerned about these things. Um, you were talking about the radon, but also what about the lead? Lead inspections. Um, so Lead tastes good. <laughs> Is that what you ate as a kid? Mm-hmm. Lead-based paint. Uh, uh, lead-based paint Cheerios. You know, um, with lead water mains, oh, God. Um, it's easily identifi- identifiable. You could tell this kid grew up in the city, right? Eating, consuming lead. And like, seriously. It off the and the and, and the hanging out with mold friends. I think you like mold little... I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, lead. No, so lead. You have 10 days to do a risk assessment for lead, right? So as a home inspector, I... Am able to um, identify if the water main is lead based or is lead not based um, with a big. So you see the water meter, and right below the water meter, there's a water line. And if that water line has a bulge right before, right, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> So anyway, I wanted to also point out real quick that, um, you know, I use an infrared thermal imaging camera for finished spaces and ceilings. And there's no like uh, that has saved that tool has saved me from so many missed, uh, you know, uh, 
issues. I'm laughing at this, but it's serious business, right? Because a lot of these <laughs> yeah. buildings, like in the high rises of Chicago, like downtown Streeterville areas, I mean, they're not replacing all the plumbing. So your water is coming in through these lead pipings. Um, but I mean, the cost associated with all this to replace all this piping, it's so expensive. So can a homeowner replace? Like, I what do always, we do? I always recommend to go section by section. That is the like, if you have galvanized uh, piping, and low water pressure. Then you, you know there's issues, right? There's yeah, right. definitely. Um, repair or replace with copper pipes in uh, by sections. Okay, so and it's the cheapest way to do it. So like in two, three years, be done. That makes sense. I mean, you have to do that because just think about the water you're consuming, and because even if you you know you're boiling the water, you're still consuming. You're taking showers, and you're still you know taking that into your body. So going back to the lead inspections, if a property was built before 1978, right? There lead, uh, the paint had lead in it, so that's why we recommend that you do a, um, a risk assessment. But unless you're going to be like you know eating it or something it's i mean i don't even know how much does a lead inspection cost like i would you recommend i mean you recommend those right i don't want to go on record i don't don't recommend one i don't um recommend them but as a first-time home buyer um just but it's knowledgeable if a a house is built before 1978 they all have lead right well the paint paint right the paint had the paint had lead in it so if they're painting tells you if you this have, is lead, right. yeah. But mm-hmm. you know any house born before 1978 has it. Correct. You assume that it did. But you know how many people have painted new layers of paint? So, I mean, what are you going to do? Probably. Especially in the vintage homes, right? If we're seeing some of the areas that are changing and you're changing infrastructure or you're just, you know, you're doing facelifts, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. But otherwise, it's not right. and, it's expensive. Uh, same with asbestos. Um, if asbestos. It's, How yeah, do you say that? Asbestos. Asbestos. Yes. Or asbestos. There you go. <laughs> but another um, thing, the lender does. The, the lender, like they check on stuff like that, right? The appraisal. The appraisal. The appraisal will make. Yeah. It'll address. So it kind of covers you as well yeah. before having. That's to get on an that. FHA product. You're going to have an inspection appraiser appraisal that does an inspection. I mean, they're not as thorough as he is. Right. But, but they do catch things. Stuff. But yeah. can you address yeah. the difference, please? Um, I mean, the obvious, like lead-based paint, if they'll know that. They'll, they can see that stuff. You could literally see. They're they're not going to pull out cameras and go through crawl spaces and right. So know, we're not I mean, saying lean on that, but you have right. that extra. But you all have an extra layer, even it's like an extra roof layer, and but shingles. But it's, it's rare that look. It's right. it's rare that if you have a thorough inspector. That an appraiser is going to catch more things than the inspector. No, no, no. no. We're bad. not saying that they are. We're no. just saying that there's that other level of like checks and balances, right? So right. Yeah. some you're, people rely on just the appraisal. They don't even get an inspection, which I think is that's foolish. crazy. Well, that's they, no, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And when they are doing this asbestos, right? The, the tile, the, there's some tile in the basement that may have asbestos. They used to use it in the paint as well. And as then there is piping, the piping, mm-hmm. and that's. I mean, you have when and you it's mitigate kind of noticeable. it. We can, yeah, you, you can, can see the as a good realtor. Correct. So there's a lot of things that you can do to protect your largest investment and you you can get this information. If you know somebody that's buying, go ahead and share our video with them. Encourage them to call you. Uh, Humsey, where can they get a hold of you if they wanted to do a home inspection? Uh, they could call me directly at 630-363-4696. I have a website as well. My first and last name, Humza.com at PillarToPost.com. Great. What about you, Denise? Our website is homewarranty.com, and my contact information is 847-812-7662. Awesome. What's your phone number, Nick? (laughs) (laughs) You're not paying attention ever. I'm totally paying attention. (laughs) 
<laughs> Phone number to the office is 773-977-7000. Look at that. Mimi, where can we get a hold of you? All social media and <coughs> my phone number is 708-271-5613. Love it. Love you guys. Thank you so much for coming out and hanging out with us today. You can always reach us at Nick. Market Overdrive info at marketoverdrive.com or follow us uh, live every Tuesday. I'm, I'm sorry, live every what? Thursday. Live every Thursday, <laughs> 2 p.m. right here on Facebook forward slash Market Overdrive or go to our podcast, WGN Radio Family. Subscribe to that bad boy. And if you miss it on all three of those, you could take your butt over to YouTube and everything is cataloged nice and fresh on a weekly basis with all the topics and all the fun stuff that we've done over the last year or so. See you then. See you next week, Thursday, 2 p.m. Bye. It's a wrap. <laughs>